1: Welcome back everybody. It is the Osmo.com NHL DFS strategy show. We've got a nice little five gamer on this Friday afternoon. I'm Jake Hari joined by Team McBee, Terry McBride. How's it going Terry? We haven't talked for a couple weeks. It's been weird scheduling but how have things been since then?
2: Doing pretty good. Living the dream you know barely leaving the house. COVID times. Giant snowstorm coming through the northeast uh, like uh, earlier this week so that's Yeah, a lot of lock-in, a little bit of cabin fever, but enjoying it DFS-wise. Did you get pounded with the three feet? It was a solid, yeah, foot and change at least out there. Yeah. About, uh, you know, well above uh, like the midsection on my dog, and he's a pretty big dog, so it's been interesting.
1: Yeah, we got a couple inches last night, and uh, I can't imagine, like, I hate shoveling. And so shoveling three feet, like, I don't even know, like, where do they even put all the snow? You live near the city, right?
2: Yeah, I'm in Jersey City, so like right outside is a bunch of parked cars and everything that just get buried. But when the plows come through, so fortunately I don't have to drive and I don't have to shovel because I live in an apartment building and I, you know, live in a city, so I don't need a car. So I duck out of both of those, thankfully. But yeah, I felt bad
1: for the dude who was doing one steps out front. That was Ugh, not fun. miserable. And it's probably getting pretty cold there too, right? Like it's got to be below ten. No? It was nasty early in the week, and
2: then it kind of got nice the last couple of days, melted off some of the snow. You're able to walk around a little bit more. Right. So. Well, that's Move. good news. Yeah, yeah. We don't How about you? How's everything?
1: We don't have the big snow yet. We've had like a couple times we've got like three to six inches or so. But now it's like it's going to be negative uh, for the next like week straight. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad. A perfect yeah. time to stay inside. Play some NHL, DFS, maybe N- NBA too. You play a lot of go. NBA and uh, obviously MLB when that comes back around. Those guys are reporting to uh, spring training pretty soon here, it looks like. Big deal with Trevor Bauer uh, yeah, this afternoon, going to the Dodgers. So a lot of that things going on.
2: Sick. What'd you say? That rotation is going to be just absolutely sick. That yeah. Dodgers rotation, oh my God. Yeah,
1: that's going to be uh, an interesting one going up against Dodgers for DFS. Um, Robbie in chat says, Boston one or Tampa one? Well, we'll tell you in uh, a little bit as we go through these games. um, Not too many people in chat just yet. We are starting a little bit early because we do have the NBA show coming on. After this, they've got a big slate, so they're going to start early. They're going to take you up till lock there, and uh, we're going to talk through each game, do the normal thing. Not a whole lot to review last night. Kind of an ugly slate for an eight-gamer. Uh, I did not have much success. Did you play it at all, Terry? Or did Did you see what happened?
2: I saw some hockey highlights from last night. I didn't catch it DFS wise. I took the slate off. Uh, like I was telling you pre show, I've been jumping into uh, you know fair amount of small tournaments, but last night it was just a little bit of chaos for me personally. So uh, nothing bad, but uh, you know, I had to run uh, a couple different things, so didn't get in. But uh, so it was a you know pretty interesting night of hockey. Uh, you know just with. Uh, with uh, Spence's hat trick unexpected yeah. and a couple five-point
1: nights. Uh, it was, you know, so,
2: interesting stuff, but I imagine that wreaked havoc across DFS.
1: For sure, except for one man who you may have heard of. His name is Alex Baker, and uh, he binked with the Philip Forsberg five-point game. All right, Nashville came back. They were down 5-3, pulled their goal. He scored two goals. Forsberg finished it off in OT. So, not only did Alex have the five-point game, with uh, the Nashville two stack that went nuts, he had Matthews two goals, Marner. I think he had two goal. Uh, he had a goal and two assists. So big game there, and then an uncorrelated one-off winger from the same team in Spezza. So he just hit the absolute nuts. He had like 220 points. I think my best lineup was like I, I don't even know. I think it was like 170. I want to say so. Like Alex just crushed me. Um, and man, I mean, the biggest fish of them all, Seth, Seth Hader in chat. Uh, he banked Yahoo, it looks like. Nice. So, I mean, uh, Go, Seth. good night for some of the better players in DFS, Osimo and Seth. So hard, hard to get a better one-two punch than those guys. Uh, Raiders fan forever says, I just can't stomach the NBA. I know I'm probably missing out, but it's nothing like hockey. I love watching the NBA. Uh, I really like watching the playoffs. Um, I don't really watch too much of the regular season. My buddies that I live with, they watch it a lot. So we usually got like one TV on NHL, one on NBA. So I've been watching some more NBA. They are degenerate gamblers. Um, so they, you know, gamble a lot. Uh, one of them actually plays a lot of no house advantage. So, uh, they've been doing some of that, doing some props, a lot of sports going on. The girlfriend is not too pleased. So, uh, but we got a five gamer tonight, so let's get right into it. Boston, Philadelphia, three implied total for the Bruins, 2.6 for the Flyers. Tuka Rask and Brian Elliott are both confirmed. The one change we've got here is Nolan Patrick and Kevin Hayes swap spots. So Hayes is going to center Drew uh, Drew and Voracek. Patrick's going to center uh, Lindblom and Konechny. Doesn't really change a whole lot. Uh, For me personally, we just saw this game the other night. You heard me say that like a million times this season already. I'm kind of digging these back-to-backs. I kind of am. So, like, you can see how the team's matched up. It's the same home team, last change, all that. Um, So, I I mean, Boston won. They're 25,000 – I'm sorry, 24,000 – oh, that's on FanDuel. DraftKings. Poster knock is nine K Yeah. They're 25, two. According to the top stack tool. That's insane. That's probably the highest price stack that we're going to see all season. Um, maybe not. Maybe Edmonton one, if they stack up their top guys, I don't know, but so far, like that's there. insane. Yeah. So that's going to bring their ownership down a little bit. I'm worried about the dupes with playing Boston one. If you look at the top stack tool, they look very favorable, but like, who else can you get into your lineup? Are you finding yourself being able to get some Boston one tonight, Terry?
2: That's it. I mean, that's the challenge is who are you going to put them with? And you're going to, you know, some of these low-end lines, you know, some of these threes and fours even uh, from, you know, some of these other teams. So, I mean, if you wanted to maybe grab, like, a Florida three and L.A. three, like some of these meh, dicey kind of lines – then you could start putting it together and still maybe get to, you know, some reasonable defensive pieces, but it is tough to build with them. They're a dominant force of a line uh, you know, definitely somebody, a, a group that we want to get to as much as possible. Uh, top line, uh, just totally dominant, 670 minutes together since the start of last year, 59.34 Corsi, 4 percentage, 134 high danger chances for, uh, converted on 19.4% of them. For, is It's 26 goals. So, I mean, they score they're just dominant they shoot they're all over the place it's just how do we pay for them uh and you get power play correlation with them as well so it's just how do you get to them and have anything else reasonable in your lineup is the challenge
1: yeah so i think the way that i like to attack boston tonight is i'm definitely going to have some of them uh looking at my first run through things like if the slate started right now actually i don't have ownership plugged in so let me do that and then i'll uh get back to like my exposures and stuff but uh Yeah. I mean, I crunched out a bunch of Boston one. The problem is just that when I, when I filter them out, um, I think I'm going to get lineups with a bunch of projected dupes and that's not really something I'm comfortable with on a five year. I think on a five year, you shouldn't be duped all that often. So power play stacks. I think you could do that with Nick Ritchie. If you just wanted to go Boston onslaught Boston one plus Ritchie plus McAvoy. And you just say, all right, Boston's going to score six goals tonight, which surely they could. Um, and you just hope that Richie gets in on some of this fun, stack up McAvoy with them. That's one way I like to do it. Um, I'll play some full Boston one, but I just like there's got to be some sort of line that people aren't going to be on. But there's only a, a few lines that they work well with. And I'm just worried that those are going to be very, very popular combos. Um, so it need to be at least a one v one or two v two away with my defense. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be the challenge, but I'd love to get to as much Boston one as I can. I don't think that it's going to be more than like 10 or 15% uh, at most right now. Is there anything on the Philadelphia side you like?
2: I don't dislike the looks of the top line over on Philly either. I think uh, you know they're somewhat interesting with uh, with Hazy stepping up to that line. I don't dislike that. I think they've you know put a decent amount of uh, points on the board early in the season. You get uh, correlation between uh, Giroux and Voracek going over to the uh, if we're taking the power play into account. So I don't hate it. Uh, 39-21 together with Hayes so far this season. Uh, 55.13 Corsi four percentage. Thirteen high danger chances for. Um, so they're a decent combination, and we know that uh, Giroud and uh, Voracek, you know, work well together. So I think we can get to a little bit of them, and they're not crazy priced. Just taking a look at the uh, top stacks tool, they rank, what is it, probably around 10th or 11th overall on the board, but they're one of those mid-range price teams, only 14.5 for the entire line. So I think you can do a, a decent amount of building with them with some of the other high-end lines rather than dropping down to uh, you know supreme value lines.
1: Yeah, it looks like decent value on the Philly side. Uh, they've got I think three lines that are probably in play, and maybe you could argue Boston does as well on a short slate here. Uh, I like the second and the third lines a little bit, just because I'm worried that the uh, the Hayes line is going to go up against Boston one, and they're just so dominant, uh, like so good at possession. They don't give up many goals at all at five on five. So, yeah, if you want to go with the Flyers power play stack, I mean, I think most teams are in play tonight for the power play stack. Uh, maybe not like. The Kings or you could probably do the Ducks, but like maybe the, not the Kings and the Detroit Red Wings. Detroit, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of these teams are power play stackable, and Philly is borderline for me. I'll probably include them in some power play stacks that I run. I don't know if I'll actually end up playing them in tournaments. Um, pretty nice, interested huh? in the, the lawton van reems dyke Fairly trio. Uh, JVR is 4800 so the price isn't great, especially for his projection but I just think that's a line that does have some offensive flair. Fairby, young player, he's had a hat trick for me uh, in a, in one of my winning lineups this season. So I, I guess maybe I, I just got a soft spot for this guy. And he's like one of the guys that's actually younger than me that I talk about. So um, Lawton, JVR, Fairby. I don't think
2: I have any of those guys anymore. I think I think uh, Vince Carter in the NBA was the last of them, and he's gone.
1: No, I mean, there's, there's some older players, Chara. Marlo, yeah, Char guys is guys like 41, years. right? Yeah. Char, Char is right. like 42, 43. So, all right. Maybe Char is at 80s age. Yeah. Maybe, Char- maybe, Char-
2: maybe Char has got me by a, a couple of years still. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Farabee's at a, uh, a nice start to the season. You know, I was, when I was looking at the different lines, the one thing that, uh, you know, concerns me about getting down to the threes and the fours is the ice time, of course, you know, you get down to, uh, you know, Farabee's at a 14, 13, 14 minutes and 13 second average ice time. So he's got to get the job done a little bit quicker, but yeah, that line looks, uh, you know, definitely in play. I had made note of uh, Ben Reamsdike as you know, potentially like a one-off an interesting cheap one-off from down there or a guy, you know, with the power play correlation, nice start to his season, 15 points, five goals, 10 assists. So definitely, play over there uh for me as well
1: all right uh any defenseman that you want to point out here proveroff uh, i think mcavoy is a decent uh, uh you could probably play him as a one-off but i prefer more with boston one but then you're really getting uh into uh very little salary left over if you do boston one plus mcavoy so i think it's an option but uh any punt defenseman or any other guys you want to talk about here
2: um, just, uh, on the Philly side, I guess, goes Pierre, uh, maybe, you know, back in, uh, involved, uh, very cheap playing on that top pair, only 2.4% owned on FanDuel, 2.9% owned on DK. So as a cheap old one-off kind of a guy, guy with some offensive ability uh, that we've seen in years past. So I think we could definitely go there. Uh, I agree on the McAvoy thing. I think he makes sense as the, uh, as the power play stack. Uh, and uh, if you wanted to go pro of with the power play on uh, the Philly side of things, I think that makes sense too. To your point about stacking the power play uh, Philly's 24.24% uh, power play percentage ranks 10th and Boston is at, I had it here a minute ago. Uh, well, Boston's is really oh thirty five point two nine 35.29 ranks fifth. So both yeah. excellent power plays.
1: Yeah. Uh, A couple guys I'll point out that I'm interested in playing more as one-offs than anything. Uh, Travis Sanheim, 2,900, and his partner, uh, Philippe Myers, 2,600. Two guys that I'll uh, mix in as one-off defenseman tonight. Let's go to uh, Detroit and Tampa. 2.0 implied total for the Red Wings, 3.7 for the Lightning. Grice and Vasilevsky are probably going to be your goalies. We don't have confirmation yet on any of them. Uh, I don't know what the back-to-back situation is. If there is one, we just saw Tampa uh, hand it to Detroit the other night. Uh, Hard to think that it's going to go another way this evening. They're just very deep. Detroit's not a good team. Their coach is not good at all for DFS or for real life. They refuse to put their best players together. Uh, and they don't generate a lot of offense because they've got a two-implied total. So anything you like on the Detroit side here, Terry? Anything sticking out to you?
2: I Just in searching around for wingers to write up this afternoon, I threw Mantha into the mix. I think he's you okay. know, somewhat interesting uh, playing on that second line. I think if you wanted to get to uh, some cheap stacks with that second line, it's fine. Uh, but I prefer it you know, maybe more as a one-off. I don't think there's a ton of action there. I don't think they're going to be doing a lot of scoring. Uh, this team's got a 25% win share on the night, uh, by far the lowest on the board. So I just don't really see a ton uh, on that side of this game. Uh, I think it's all about Tampa on this one.
1: Yeah, Manta's a good call. I, I think he's always a guy I'm interested in at 4K, even in a tough matchup. Like, he's just a really talented player. If you wanted to go Larkin, Ryan, and Manta, that would be a stack that I'd be okay with. Yeah. Um, I think there's a pretty decent chance that Manta ends up playing some with Larkin. Like they just can't generate any offense. They've got no chance uh, in this game to, it, it seems seemingly no chance in this game to uh, outscore Tampa. Uh, but I think that is their best chance. They put Manta with Larkin. So they're all in the top power play together. If you want to do something like that, I, I don't hate that. You just kind of play the best guys and hope they can score three goals and somehow hold Tampa to two or get the game into overtime and, um, you could correlate with Grice, but it's just, it's really bad on the Detroit side. Um, on the Tampa side, Seth's asking, actually, I think a pretty decent question. He's probably trolling, but uh, do you like Boston 2 better or Tampa 2? Two? two lines, similar price range, uh, similar in that there's a top line on both of their teams that everyone's going to want to play, uh, but good lines nonetheless. Do you have a preference there?
2: Just looking for the totals, uh, Tampa's at twelve nine Boston at twelve three. I think I'd probably still lean Tampa anyway, just a little bit more dynamic, I think um and a team that just they just tend to come up for me a little bit more when I'm crunching lineups. So I would probably go that way. Um looks like the public is probably gonna go that way a little bit as well. Let me flip back to Boston yeah,
1: sure it's, it's so. I mean, it's it's like six seven percent on Boston you. Yeah and then closer to 10% on Tampa too. So it's close, but yeah, definitely it looks like ownership uh, is going to gravitate a little bit more towards the Tampa side.
2: Yeah, so that actually, with all of that in mind, it probably makes more sense to look toward Tampa too. You're saving, or look toward, yeah, we're saying Tampa's less owned. <laughs> Sorry, I lost track there. Uh, so it looks, makes more sense to maybe look toward those guys um, and save some money.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I like Tampa. I'm going to have some of both of those stacks, but I think that is potentially a decision point for a lot of people that are hand building. Um, I, I like everything on the Tampa side here. Uh, the problem, well, not the problem. I, I think I'm going to have a little bit more Tampa one than Boston one. It's looking like, uh, they're very good at five on five. There's really no bad match for Detroit. Whereas, I think Philly's just like a more formidable team than Detroit. Sure. So I give the slight edge to Tampa one. They're going to be popular too. Uh, so it's not really an ownership thing. It's it's more just a price thing. I think I could do a little bit. They, they open up a little bit more than Boston one does. Uh, you can leave a off if you'd like point stamp coast, one of the better duos uh, tonight, you've got Hedman at 7,600. He's a tough guy to add in. Uh, but I'm gonna try to do it at least in uh in a handful of my lineups tonight. And then I think you can go with the Tampa onslaught. You can this is where you uh you can go with the Josh Stack. Are you familiar with the Josh Stack, Terry? No, I'm not. Okay, so the Josh Stack is from Josh Harris made it yep. up. Uh Josh Harris, J R H O O two, as you guys may know him as. Uh it's basically where you just onslaught a team four five, six forwards, uh a defenseman, if you use five forwards, and then sometimes the goalie as well. And you're just hoping to get one uh, – you're hoping to get um, multiple lines doing a ton of scoring. I think it's really usable tonight in a couple spots, and Tampa is definitely one of them. So you might have a couple Josh stacks in my lineups uh, this evening. Hedman or Theodore? Oh, that's an easy one for me. Seth knows the answer there. I like Hedman, but it's it's definitely, definitely Theodore for me. What about uh, – any Tampa three for you tonight Terry I, I made a note of them that they were you know somewhat
2: interesting as a uh, potential value play 6640 uh, together this year 6204 corsi four percentage 21 to five in high danger chances four versus against they've converted on two of them so uh, yeah I think they could definitely be in play and there's some savings there on you know what again we're talking about just a a potential onslaught uh, and mm-hmm. a potentially dominant performance by this team. They're a 75% favorite to win this game. Uh, you were talking about it in comparison to the Boston-Detroit game – or I'm sorry, the uh, Boston-Philly game. That game's uh, – Boston's a 56% favorite, so that's a much, much tighter game. Uh, so, yeah, I, I give me a, every part of Tampa that we can get to, and I definitely think that third line's in play.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a sucker for this third line, specifically Gord and Coleman. I really like them as a two-man. So, like, on some of my – five-man power play stacks that i'm going to be utilizing tonight i've been doing more and more of those this season whether it's boston vegas uh i think florida you could make a case for that on my the rest of my team i think i'm gonna end up with a lot of uh yanni Gord, blake coleman uh two mans so really really like coleman as a one-off here uh feeding on these detroit lines this is a real like a legitimately good line um they would be a second line, I think, on a lot of other teams. But Tampa is just so deep. And they do get a decent amount of minutes. So,
2: Yeah, you're talking about three guys with uh, each getting 15 minutes. Uh, each has produced so far this year. And they're cheap and they're not owned. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think that makes a ton of sense is uh, you know working them in and uh, maybe even more than you know a mix-and-match kind of a thing. Just make them maybe a feature line in, uh, in what you're doing. It makes a lot of
1: sense. I like it. Uh, Defensemen, if you want to go with Christian Juice on Detroit – apparently power play one it might be ironic uh, he's 4600 if he's not playing top power play if there's confirmation on that like I don't know that he's really that usable tonight so some cheap guys on Detroit I suppose uh, and then after headman you've got McDonald's uh, Chernak and Sergachev all guys that I think are fine I think I'm gonna have the most of Sergachev uh, he's not a great one-off but he's 4500 he gets secondary power play time goes Uh, decently well with that Tampa 2 line and then correlates with Yanni Gord a little bit on that Tampa 3 line. So abundance of options on Tampa. Anything else here before we move it on? What about Vasilevsky? 8,500 and owned. And I can't even really argue with it. I hate paying up for expensive goalies. I don't think I would do it in cash, but like the chance at a shutout uh, seems pretty high. The problem is just that if he gives up a goal... Uh, he's probably not the optimal goalie. That's it.
2: You you kind of almost need that shutout from him, but I mean, there's not many teams he's got a better shot at putting a putting one up against. Uh, twenty one goals ranks him twenty uh, eighth in the league out of thirty one teams so far this year. So they're just a terrible offensive team. Ten point five three percent power on the power play ranks him twenty ninth yeah. out of the league's thirty one teams. Not much there on the offensive side, but like you said, even if he has and above average game, you might not get enough and they might not be ripping enough shots on them either. So uh, dicey at that price, but yeah, obviously probably the goalie in the best chance to put up a shot and the best spot to put up a shot out. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I mean, I think Detroit had like 19 shots the other night in this matchup and uh, they like, they could easily post a game where they have like 16 shots here. And right. I think you're probably looking at an upside of like 25. And so maybe you could scoop by with one goal allowed and a win Um, But any more than that, Vasilevsky is toast. So just got to know what you're getting yourself into. Nashville and Florida, the Panthers. uh, We've got 170 people in here, actually. Uh, Early start time, more people will be uh, dropping by, I'm sure, because we're right at the 4 Eastern. Mark, uh, hit us with a like if you guys could. That really helps us out, helps us continue to offer some free content for not only NHL, but we've got – MMA going on this week Super Bowl may have heard of that or the big game they're calling it the big game because I think is it's like a naming rights thing like you can't say Super Bowl uh, or no, you just like got that,
2: sued. good job
1: yeah uh, so I think you know we got to take down all of our Super Bowl content call it the big game I've noticed a bunch of like places are doing that but those are bigger uh, companies with more money to uh, be sued for not that not that we're a small company but yeah the big a game bit more yeah, uh, NBA, PGA, we've got it all. So uh, hit us with the like, hit the notification bell. You'll know when we go live for not only NHL but every sport. Preds 2.7 implied goals. Panthers 2.9 implied. Rene and Chris Dryer expected to go. Rene came in in relief for UC Saros last night. Let him back. I guess we'll call him. We'll call it let him back uh, into the game. It was really the Nashville offense. Two six-on-four goals last night to tie it up. Forsberg took care of business and OT. Uh, So things turned quickly in Nashville's favor. Florida let one get away from them. And there were, in total, uh, 11 goals, 6-5 to game. So uh, Vegas is not biting on that. They are expecting a median outcome of about 5.6 goals here. Uh, What jumps off the page for you here, Terry?
2: Yeah, so you touched on it. You know, big game when uh, out of these two teams, these two teams last night, Huberto five point night last night, Forsberg the five point night. Um, we saw uh, Barkov became the second leader in uh, goal scoring for uh, the Florida Panthers behind Ole Jokinen, by the way. Um, so I think there's an opportunity for some upside, but like you said, Vegas has it again down at you know kind of a standard looking game. So I think it makes makes a lot of sense to you know kind of just focus in zero in on the top lines again. They're both. Pretty dynamic lines. I like that Florida one. They're a little bit—I don't know about under the radar. They're getting ownership, particularly on Fanduel, less so on DK. But I think you know, not a ton of people go to DeClaire and uh, Verhegio over on the other side. A lot of people know Barkov in the middle. So I th-
0: seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad, unless you can see it which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. It's Chevy truck season, and with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains, or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen, and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain. There's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer.
2: I think getting to that stack makes some sense, and they've produced uh, decently so far this season. The Forsberg line uh, on the other side of it, really like that one, and I think uh, the uh, Johansson line is definitely in play. Uh, Nashville two is also in play there, so I definitely can get to some pieces of this game. Um, just depends on you know how it kind of comes together with some of those bigger sacks and uh, you know bigger lines that we really wanted to get to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh I think decent amount to like here. Uh I kind of felt like a fish last night for not playing more of this Duchesne, Forsberg Grandland line. They had a really good sample at five on five together. It seemed like a pretty good five on five matchup. Forsberg, uh dynamic scorer. Duchesne, a guy who can score as a center as well. So I don't now I feel like I'm chasing. Now now I'm chasing this big performance. Um I, I think I'm gonna end up with you know, more than last night, but the field's going to have more than last night of Nashville one. So I probably won't end up more than like 10 or so percent um, at these current ownerships for uh, the Duchesne line, you know, Johansson Arvidsson and Nick Cousins is a fine stack. I think, I mean, they're okay. Uh, I like some two mans on the Nashville three, uh, Halla, Grimaldi and uh, Tolden Um, I think you can two man those guys as well at basically no ownership. You want to haul a, haul a or haul Grimaldi, I think is fine as well. And then on the Florida side, I'm going to the top line definitely, uh, at these ownerships, um, and not only them, but I really like Barkov with Huberto and Hornquist and you just go power play stack for the Panthers, um, had a decent amount of power play opportunities last night. They couldn't stay out of the box themselves. And so they didn't get a ton of five-on-five ice time. But the ice time that they did, uh, Barkoff, Verhege, and Duclair were really solid. So I think we're going to see more of the same, similar, similar matchups. It was a closely contested game. I would think Florida just goes back to what they did last night, which was just kind of roll their lines. And so Florida won plus Florida power play is uh my preferred plays here um ekblad and yandel are expensive 6500 for ekblad and then 5k for yandel um those would more just be add-ons to florida one stacks or florida power play stacks probably not playing those guys too much at um uh, by themselves so anything else in this game that you're looking at anything uh on the blue line especially
2: uh, I think you touched on it uh, with the Florida defenseman. Those would be the two guys in play, of course. Uh, maybe you could throw a, a strawman in there. It's just kind of a weirdo uh, one-off if you needed a, a cheap guy. Uh, only 3.6K on FanDuel, 29 on uh, DK plays on the second power play unit. But, you know, obviously not a big-time play there. Uh, on the other side, I think Josie and Ellis make some sense. Uh, you know, they're both expensive, both popular. Both get uh, power play time, productive offensive players. Uh, Yossi in particular, you know, blocks a good amount of shots. Uh, Ellis does too, actually. So they they pad their stats that way. Uh, Yossi takes a bunch of shots on goal. So I really think getting to one of those guys, despite the price uh, for some correlation, uh, particularly if you're going into a uh, power play stack, the way you said, makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. So Yossi, Ellis, and then Matthias Ekholm attempted 13 shots last night, Uh, which is kind of crazy. $3,400 defenseman, a guy who blocks shots, uh, as do Ellis and Yossi. Um, So I think there's three guys that I like as well. Obviously, different price ranges, different ownerships. But uh, I think Yossi and Ekholm are going to be guys especially that I end up with a lot of. Yossi, you can make a case, is one of the better one-offs tonight as he is most nights. Um, Maybe not quite as good as the guy we'll talk about next, but uh, he's up there for me. 26.5% ownership currently. Um, All right, before we move it on to the next game we've got free premium content once again for you guys today so uh today we're gonna have the top stacks tool that is open to the public so if you're wondering what it's like to be behind the paywall here's a little taste of a tool you will get the top stack tool nightbot has me covered but i'll just post the link as well from the osmo account in the youtube channel if you want to check that out uh top stack tool helps you understand who's going to be over-owned under-owned, Uh, relative to their chances of being a top two stack. One of our favorite tools to use for not only NHL, but we've got one for, uh, got a a similar tool for NBA called the Boom Bust. Um, MLB, that's everyone's favorite tool for MLB. People use that religiously. And uh, also, if you're playing NBA, ownership projections, free today. MMA rankings, big fights this weekend. Those are also free if you're playing some MMA. We had a show last night for MMA, we will have a live before lock tomorrow, and uh, that'll be coming on right after the NHL show. NHL show is going to be uh, earlier tomorrow, so just keep an eye out for that. And then we've also got a new Twitter account, Osmo NHL is the handle. Super easy. Uh, those guys are working hard to uh, post some highlights and uh, some fights. I saw a couple fights on the timeline last night on the Osmo NHL Twitter account. So follow there not only will you get cool videos and people punching each other in the face but you also get uh any important alerts that we have in slack so make sure you get in slack as well if you uh do decide to join nhl weekly package is just 11.95 you get access to everything we talk about including the top stacks which is free today but also ownership projections projections lineup builder which i use every single day uh while I'm talking to you guys. And then uh, premium Slack is also huge. Kings and the Golden Knights, only a couple of games remaining. We've got a 2.1 implied total for the Kings, 3.4 for the Golden Knights. Could be Jonathan Quick going for the Kings. Could be Cal Peterson. We don't know just yet. Same thing on the Golden Knights, but it sounds like some of the beats believe it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury. The one thing I will caution people with is that this, um, this game locks at 10 Eastern. So 60% of the slate walls will already be locked. Um, if you are going with Flurry and it ends up being Leonard, you could be stuck and not be able to get up to Leonard with that extra 200 bucks. Cause DK did not price down the, the exact same. Leonard is $200 more. So if you want to crunch with Leonard or make your lineups like Leonard's in and then swap down to Flurry. They think it's going to be flurry, but we've seen this story before. So just be aware of that. Um, what do you but like? And be
2: aware too that that spare $200 could be preventing you from getting to, to, to uh, Tampa one, Boston one in some of those crunches too. So Exactly. There, yeah. There's a give so, and take there with what you're saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I usually, I don't know, how do you treat that situation? Is there situations like that that you deal with in other sports?
2: Yeah, we had something like that come up in basketball the other day. Uh, it was due to a COVID cancellation, just the last game of the night just came off the table after everything else had started. So it was, you, you know, you, no, no way to predict that. But if there's a situation where, you know, say a big center on FanDuel uh, where you can only play one center in basketball is going to be, is questionable going into the game and it's a 10 o'clock game, I'll try to make sure I at least have a plan. All right, if if he doesn't play, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there, and then I'll, you know, swap the rest in uh, and take what I get. Um, so that's, you know, definitely what I would advise. And the way you're suggesting to build it, where it's a direct swap between goaltenders makes a lot of sense. I just think it's important to take into account what you're sacrificing in doing that and kind of make that your decision. Do I care enough about getting to this goaltender that I'm willing to sacrifice, maybe getting to, you know, an opportunity with that extra 200 bucks. Um, so maybe think about it through that prism as you're deciding on the goaltender there.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Vegas, my favorite spot on the night. Uh, I'm just a sucker for the Vegas golden Knights. I think they're, if not the best team, they're one of the best teams. Uh, people probably think Boston and Tampa are better right now. And that's perfectly fine. One issue with Vegas, they're coming like a a bunch of guys are coming off the COVID list here. I don't know who or how many of them had COVID. Uh, Petrangelo is not playing. So this opens the door for Shea Theodore who's 6,900. Um, and it's basically a unilateral decision. Like you either are getting to Tampa one, you're getting to Boston one, or you're getting to Vegas. Uh, you're not, I mean, you could potentially get in this Vegas second line, I think with Tampa, but uh, that's going to be Dupe city right there. So I might avoid that. I-, I like Vegas. It's 3.4 implied total. I think they've got two amazing lines and they've got a usable third line and they're going to have ownership for sure. Uh, it might depend on uh, which tournament you're talking about in terms of their ownership compared to Boston and Tampa. But what do you think about Vegas tonight?
2: Yeah, I like Vegas a lot. I think they have three playable lines here. Uh, top two lines, obviously, you know, very good, and then uh, that third line, like you mentioned, I think they're definitely in play for some value. They're getting a little bit of ownership, but nothing crazy. Nobody over ten percent. So I think we can definitely look to get there for some savings. Uh, but yeah, that top line, two ninety eight thirty nine together since the start of last year, sixty uh, percent Corsi four percentage, eighty one to thirty two in high danger chances, four versus against. Uh, just absolutely killer, killer line. Uh, they converted on, uh, looks like 18 of them. Um, So just really, really solid line. The second line, 499 minutes together since the start of last year, 56% uh, Corsi 4 percentage, 23 goals for versus 25 against. So they give up a little bit, but they definitely generate chances, 102 high danger chances versus 81 yielded. uh, And they converted on 14 of those 102. So definitely can get to a fair amount of the uh, top two lines there. And then, like you said, the the third line's uh, a value play. Uh, Not a ton of time together, Uh, 22 and a half minutes, it looks like so far this year. Uh, 52.78 Corsi, four percentage, no goal score, but generated three high danger chances. Uh, and then Glass and Tuuk have played uh, 168 minutes together, uh, seven goals, four, eight goals against, uh, 36 to 41 in high danger chances, four versus against with two of those converted. So those guys have some experience together. So I definitely think we can play that, uh, that third line there as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think they just crushed the Kings here. Uh, I think they crushed a lot of teams, but especially the Kings, I mean, they've gotten it handed to them by like the coyotes who I, they've played well the coyotes have but uh like they're just getting smoked at five on five um so i really like vegas i think potentially the best five on five team in the nhl their top two lines are killer as you said don't really care about the matchups uh, dustin brown sliding up to the top line with kopitar and i follow we've got a sample on this line they're they're good not great um offensively defensively Uh, Vegas is going to have last change. I think that definitely matters Uh, in terms of if you're looking to play the Kings, there's not a Vegas line that I would like to attack here. Um, Three strong line. Like there's just, it's hard for me to play many Kings. Uh, Dowdy's six K as well. Um, There's no one I'm really looking at heavily on the Los Angeles side. Uh, And then Shay Theodore, probably the best. I think the best defenseman, for the night um, 6,900. They priced him way up, but uh, with no Petrangelo, he's going to get top power play duties. He's already a guy that shoots a ton block shots. He's a um, a guy that's a, a candidate for the combo meal every single night. looks like there's going to be some ownership on him, but uh, I don't really care. I think he's awesome. One of the best defensemen in DFS uh, night after night. And uh, Josh Harris says ducks smoked them last game. Yeah, they're getting crushed by the Ducks, the Yotes. Like, they're just not a good team, uh, especially not five on five. If they can't stay out of the penalty box, uh, give me some of this top power play, too, for Vegas. Uh, looks like they stacked it up pretty good. Stone, Petretti, Cody Glass, and Carlson with Theodore running point. So, yeah, I'm all over Vegas. Anything else you want to mention here?
2: I think we touched on most of it. Uh, You mentioned LA one gets uh, gets Brown up there. So uh, covered that. Um, Drew Doughty, you know, low owned, uh, somewhat expensive guy with some power play correlation. If you're looking for a defenseman from that side of things, but not a ton to talk up on the King side. So I think we've pretty much covered it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm looking, there's like an error on uh, Alec Martinez here. He's another defenseman. So they priced him up as well. 5,200, but uh, on my sheet, I'm showing I'm showing seven defensemen. Uh, I don't think that's the case for the Golden Knights, but I'll confirm this and get it corrected in projections if there is anything going on with Alec Martinez, 5200, a uh, guy with pretty decent peripherals, going to bump up to that power play two, um, and should see some extra minutes with No Petrangelo, who is a guy who plays 25 plus minutes. Like you might see 27, 28 minutes from Theodore. You might see. 25 plus from Alec Martinez as well so yeah I mentioned
2: good. Martinez in the uh in the column today and wrote up a little bit about him but I couldn't figure out uh, to your point about the uh the sheet being messed up uh the website we all get uh, lines off of uh had a little bug where he was on the power play but wasn't on any of the oh. couldn't figure out if he was playing or what the story was but uh I think he's gonna be in there
1: yeah he lo- he looks fine to me he didn't leave the game okay yeah, yeah that was tripping me out for a bit there but uh Let's see do we know it's going to be a net for the kings we do not yet uh, but rip to whoever it is it's probably it's probably going to be quick is there a difference in price for the goalies that could be another situation let's see quick is at 7k and peterson is 6800 so i would just crunch with quick in again extra 200 bucks you might be able to fit some extra like an extra forward in with uh, that extra money, you save with Peterson, but I truly have no idea who it's going to be for the Kings, and I'm, I'm not very confident in them playing well, uh, getting peppered here. Let's go to the last game on the night. We've got the Sharks and the Ducks, 2.7 implied total for both sides. Marty Jones and John Gibson, who is having a very good season so far, uh, real hot stretch at the start of the season. Um, kind of had a down year last year now priced up to $7,800, uh, ducks. I, I can't keep track of their lines right now. I'm seeing Getzlaff, Henrik, Henrique and Troy Terry,
0: okay. Sam
1: Steele centering Dan Heinen and Jacob Silverberg, uh, Ricard Raquel on the third line. Um, and then on the sharks we saw in practice the other day, it was Logan Couture with Evander Kane and Kevin LeBanc. Hurdle with Ryan Donato and Patrick Marlowe. I hate how they have that line um, uh, formed. I don't know why they don't put Timo Meyer up with Tomas Hurdle, but uh, that is a story for another day. Her, uh, Meyer on the third line. So both teams, their line's kind of messy. Uh, is there a line that's sticking out to you?
2: I wrote up Couture and I think that that, uh, Sharks top line is a little bit interesting. Um, they get two of the uh, guys from the power play on that line. And that's basically the most power play correlation from what I'm seeing on this board uh, across both teams. So maybe if you wanted to go like a Couture, LeBanc, uh, you know, two man or get to a full stack of that, uh, that top line, or maybe grab one of the defensemen, try and stack the power play, uh, throw Donato in there and uh, stack the Sharks power play might be the way to go there. Um, but yeah, with the jumbling around, not a ton of, uh, of, uh, you know, these guys coming up, I think Anaheim, uh, has a couple lines that are, you know, they're in play, the third line, maybe uh, a little bit for value. And then the top two are not bad. Uh, the top line, not a lot of time together this year, but they dominated uh, 77.78 Corsi for four in their limited 12 minutes together this year. Um, so, but, uh, without gets uh, Terry and Enrique had two Oh two together. 53-11 Corsi, four, uh, six goals, four, five against since the start of last year. So a little something there. Uh, but ultimately, there's just not a huge sample for any of those lines, uh, you know, really together from what I saw.
1: Yeah, going back to the start of last season in LeBanc, uh, Evander Kane and Logan Couture, decent at 5-on-5. Five five, not, not great from like an expected goals per 60, um, about even uh, goals for and goals against per 60. Not a ton of high danger chances, but I just like I think that looks like the most complete line to me in this game. Um, I think people will use Gibson. We're showing mid-teens ownership on him on DraftKings. They'll see the Sharks, and you know, yeah, the Sharks aren't a good team, but I think they do have one line that could at least be good. Uh I also think you can power play stack the sharks here, Ketorial Bank, uh, hurdle with Burns and or Carlson. Um yeah, I, I like the Sharks here. I am not confident in any of these Ducks lines here. I, like if I had to choose one, it would probably be the second line, Steel Heinen, and Silverberg. Uh, but that could be a potentially popular line to fit with uh, your Boston one or Tampa one stacks. So if it fits perfectly, you might want to swap off of it at least a spot or two um, if you're using Tampa one or Boston one because those lines are expensive. Uh, if you 're getting headman in with tampa one uh you 're just very limited in what you can do, so I like to have an abundance of different uh roster constructions, and so i 'll try to uh do some weird stuff with my uh Anaheim two shares that I do have. Do you like any Anaheim lines
2: Yeah, I think I think two's in play there I think uh you know for a little bit of value, I think you can squeeze uh three you know, some uh Raykel being the uh, the player that I like best off of that line uh, which I think makes a lot of sense. But yeah, ultimately, I, I'm pretty much in agreement with uh, with what you were saying there. Um, it's interesting, you know, what you were talking about as far as uh, a lot of people just kind of going to that to stack them with the uh, pricey lines that we want to get to. Just in thinking about that, you know, it's something we talk about across all the different sports. Is just think about the construction path and all right, if I make this decision to go with the super pricey chalk. I'm going to be setting a foot on a very specific path toward, you know, the end result of finishing out this lineup. And there's only so many options that people are all going to be building in. So what's, the next most popular decision yeah. you know two two levels of popularity down when you consider what that second line that you're going to stack in there is and these guys probably not the answer to your point just uh, you know given the popularity of that line and the cost i think they're going to be appearing in a lot of those stacks too so you're going to get duped a, a fair amount if you go to that so maybe consider one of the uh, the inexpensive lines from a different team but they are probably going to come up a decent amount in optimizer so i think they're going to be out there uh, a good amount for people
1: yeah like the more i think about it i I'm looking at the ownership of some of these third lines, and it doesn't seem like a lot. But like Tampa three probably going to be owned. Uh, Vegas three probably going to have some ownership. Get glass and top power play. People like Tuck. I mean, I like Tuck. Um, and then like these Ducks lines are all super cheap. They're going to all get ownership. Like four percent ownership compared to like point five percent ownership or one percent ownership is massive when you're talking about an entire line and a line that's not projected for a lot, they just need to outperform their uh, median projection by a little bit. Like going to a line like Nashville three, I think is something I'm, I'm definitely interested in or or Florida three. We don't really talk about them, but like the a guy who can score goals, Brett Connolly has been in the league for a handful of years. Like we've seen him have decent games. Um, So I'm just going to try to make those decisions that don't seem like big decision points, but like they actually are on a slate like this, where not only do we have three teams that have big totals uh, and pretty expensive lines, um, but we've also got a bunch of defensemen that are in good spots and also really expensive. So everyone's going to be looking for the cheap line that uh, makes it work perfectly. So leaving some salary on the table or pivoting one of your defensemen, you take the, the next best defenseman on the team besides like uh the top guys. So going down to Martinez instead of Theodore, otherwise playing the same uh Vegas stack. Like there's ways that you can get different by just doing one little thing here and there. So yeah, that's a good point. Like we talk about that a ton in baseball. Like the two expensive pitchers thing. It's like, all right, well now you're you've got like five teams to choose from that you could realistically stack. So Yeah.
2: Everybody's going to the same guys from those teams. Same as with NHL. Everybody's going to the same, you know, top two lines from whatever team Mm -hmm. you're talking about. So, and, you know, to just take that construction thing, one step further, as you're making those decisions, we're not saying leave these value lines out completely, but maybe you start working those value lines in with some of the lower on top lines from other teams to, we're only looking for, you know, differently owned combinations that don't get too far from the optimal. So you hit that mid-range in uh, what you're doing with your stacks, and then you can afford some of these big-end defensemen, a high-end goaltender, and you're bringing your lineup up to, you know, a similar uh, optimal uh, level, a similar projection. So just different ways to go about uh, constructing these things on a night with not a ton of options.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Just to close this one out, some defensemen that I think are – uh, at least reasonable tonight, uh, Yanni Hakanop, Uh I, I can't pronounce this guy. This is the guy that Cliffy touted the other night. I don't know if he did anything, but I asked him for one thing about a game uh, for the Ducks. Yanni H, we're going to call him. Uh, and he, he just, without blinking, that was the guy whose name he said. He's up to 3,600, so maybe DK was listening to him. But uh, I don't know if Cliffy still believes in him tonight. I just saw his name. But uh, Shattenkirk, Hakanpa? what is it? Hakanpah? Hakanpa. yeah, there you go. It's two
2: A's at the end, so maybe it's like a paw at the end. I'm it's assuming it's
1: Yanni, right? It looks like
2: Yanni, yeah, I'll go. I'm confident about the Yanni part. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, anyways, that that one tripped me up a couple nights ago. But uh, Brett Burns, right now, my high stone defenseman. And San Jose won one of my high stone stacks. So that makes some sense there. You can also go Carlson if you need to save... Uh, a couple thousand bucks uh, off of Burns, but I really prefer to get up to Burns if you can with your uh, San Jose stacks. Anything okay. else?
2: No, I think we uh, covered a lot of ground. Hawk and
1: Paw, there you go. Uh, Cliffy typed his name in uh, all caps in the YouTube chat, so nice. uh, I'm assuming he's going back to the well. Yeah, Hawk and Paw well. Um, all right, we got over 200 watching. Appreciate it. Uh, we've got NBA coming on in about 15 minutes after this. We'll put this up on podcast in case anybody wants to sneak a listen or play us on 2x speed. Do you play your podcast on 2x speed? You ever done that?
2: I don't, but I, I like the idea. Like It's something I just never happened to do because I'm usually listening when I'm walking the dog, so I want the full hour or whatever anyway. Yeah, But I really like the idea, like if I'm trying to cram uh, you know, some DFS info or something.
1: Yeah, I've never done it. I, I'm just a one X guy. So people will probably think I'm a, a serial killer or something that are watching this, but I don't know. I've never tried. I've tried the one and a half or 1.25. And like, it's just not for me. It sounds like these, it just makes me nervous. They're just talking so fast. You know, and I'm sure I'd get used to it, but.
2: Well, I have a bad habit too, of losing track of who they're talking about or if like I yeah. stop paying attention for a second. And I think a lot of us don't say the player names enough if we're doing like five minutes of deep dive analysis on somebody. right? So you'll just kind of completely get lost in some of those when you're doing that. So yeah, I, I imagine that would happen a lot more at a faster speed.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, all right, drop a like for us on the way out. Already 84 of you, almost half of you have already liked this. That is much appreciated. Uh, hit the notification bell on your way out. Go follow at awesome NHL for some fun videos as well as good information for nhl dfs tune into the nba show check out our free content nba ownership projections free today mma rankings free today only and the nhl top stacks tool take advantage this is your chance to check out the top stack tool if you want to join uh, any packages osmo.com slash join feel free to dm me my dms are open uh Usually people are pretty nice to me in my DMs, and they're, they're mostly uh, asking me for some advice. Uh, don't ask me for lineups. That's the only thing I, I I don't understand that. Like I'm an MME guy, anyways. Like me making one, like even giving you one lineup, like it's probably going to be pretty terrible for you until uh, you know just yeah. randomly select the one that's right. So yeah, definitely. just pull
2: one lineup out of a thousand. I'll send it to you if you really want it. It's yeah. not gonna mean anything to me. It might win. It might not.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so uh yeah feel free to hit me up if you guys got any questions people are saying bye to josh's dad they're assuming that is you uh it's me
2: apparently that,
1: never would be, me. that would be something uh terry is not josh's dad that i know of uh but thank you everybody for joining we'll have a show tomorrow at two eastern so set your alarm clocks early if you're on the west coast uh and we will see you then good
0: luck